Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys are re-watching Sex in the City with you. And just like that, I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin James Doyle. And and John Sieber is on baby duty still. John Sieber is feeling the, the joys of bringing new life into this world. He really, John's doing the most important job, which we always say is being a father. Uh, we mm -hmm. need fathers in this world and, uh, we all have great fathers. Thank, thank goodness. And so, uh, John's doing that right now. So, you know, the podcast will get done. Time, time magazine just released a study. They did. There are more podcasts in the world than, than fathers. Really? And we, really? we are, are trying to buck that trend by, yeah. uh, by, you know, by contributing to both, um, you know, to both realms, fatherhood and podcasting. Yeah. We're trying to even it out right now to, uh, to even out podcasts and fathers. I, I, I think what we would like to have by the end of it is that every father in America will have his own podcast. And I think we're getting really yeah. close to that soon. I, I'm sure that the, I'm sure there's so many dad podcasts about like being a good dad, growing a good beard, working with leather, uh, doing CrossFit. And now we've got one about dads that watch Sex in the City. Okay, you and I yeah. will have children at some point, and you know it'll. It, all three of us will just be three dads. It'll be like Steve and Harry, and um, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure when the reboot comes out, Big and Carrie are going to have just a litter of children. So that'll, that'll, many, that'll be uh, three dads. How, how many listeners do you think Carrie Bradshaw's new podcast has in the reboot? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Do that it is definitely number one on the iTunes charts in terms of uh, controversial relationship advice. It's called Call Me, Call Me Carrie. Call Me Carrie. Yeah, exactly. Call Me Carrie. Um, yeah, I mean, it is, it is funny that uh, on one hand, of course, Carrie Bradshaw would have a podcast in the new world. And mm -hmm. then on the other hand, it's like, doesn't that just make the character less mysterious? Like, I guess to be a, a being a writer is just so, uh, you know, it's it's just so historical and so just like if you're a writer, you're you're there's something elevated yeah. to that of like because yeah. it's like she's like I'm a writer and now the fact that she has a podcast, I wonder if it'll turn if it's bad for Carrie Bradshaw. It's a little harder to be. Uh a recluse or mysterious. J.D. Salinger didn't yeah. have a podcast. That's for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, welcome to the Southcast. Welcome to the Catchcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all, all the Frannies hey. and Zoes out there, I want to say thanks for liking and subscribing. Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. And as always, next time, I'll catch you in the rye. I'll catch That's you in the style. rye. I'll catch you in the rye. Welcome to the Catchcast. I'm JD, JD Salinger. Uh, <laughs> Stamps.com. Uh, check it out. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, uh, I, what's what's the other guy um, who who wrote? Uh, he's the one that like there's no pictures of him. Um, uh, um I don't know. There's no, no pictures of him. Author. There's he no did, pictures yeah, of him. He did the. Yeah. Um, he the lives apostle, in the Apostle John. The Apostle John. The apostle. Uh, no, there's pictures uh, of him. No, there's um, Vonnegut. You talking about Vonnegut? No. P.T. Anderson did the movie. And Trumbo? It's not Trumbo. <laughs> um, no, Dalton it's um, Trumbo. He wrote in the Inherent bathtub. Vice. Inherent Vice. He oh, wrote Thomas Inherent Pension. Vice. And, Thomas Pension. Yeah. There's like Thomas Pension. But he like never spoke about anything and he never did interviews and he never there was like one picture that came out of him like 15 years ago. Wow. Um and that's pretty cool. I think feel like the commitment to that is pretty amazing 60 years yeah yeah i think it'd be to great just not if one do day, anything it'd be great if one day thomas pension just blew it all and just started an instagram account and just started posting selfies yeah. just really got done with it well it is funny because it's like i would carrie bradshaw be cool anymore uh um, would she be I cool mean, if carrie bradshaw is she do, well what are you basing that off of like how do you mean would she be cool like because be, like in the way that she used to have a column and she was kind of like the hot talk of the town. One thing that I think it's tough right now that I would say to that is, okay, there's, there's definitely podcast celebrities, but in terms of like cool columns, there used to be things like Dan Savage, you know, and like mm-hmm. now those things have migrated to podcasts, but like the things that people read, it's stuff like the cut or the New Yorker, the pitchfork. Like, I think it's more, voices of institutions now i feel like i guess i guess unless you turn to like substack and substack that's where you've got like or newsletters so maybe if carrie bradshaw had a newsletter like an email newsletter every week that was like the sex e news that like came to your inbox but i think it would be tough for her to find a cool following now because i think she would have had to go away for a while and then come back i think it's tough to like who are the, who are the, who do you think are the cool people that have just remained cool forever? I would say Martha Stewart has rem- has had a mystique about her, but she did go away to jail. Uh, but like Keith Richards, Keith Richards, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like media uh, figures like that are always that I, I don't know about cool, but are always like in the news and relevant. You know, yeah. Like Snoop Dogg is one of those people, but I'm trying Snoop to think Dogg of someone definitely is. I'm trying to think of someone who would be like a Carrie Bradshaw. Like Madonna is not really around Madonna, as much yeah, anymore. She's, she's, she's an icon. Things. She's an icon. She's an icon. There. That's just the thing is like um, being uh, the more I get, I guess with the writer, maybe it is the same thing. Maybe we just saw the pod, podcast exist and, mm-hmm. and, and know people that do them. And we do mm-hmm. one 
that it's just seems like that's such a less cool thing. Like Carrie Bradshaw beat doing a podcast in this new series to me is like, is, is funny, but they, but it makes sense, but it's, it's yeah. so much different than sitting in front of your laptop and creating thoughts and creating things, even though that's just like, it's realistic, yeah. but it's not cool. I don't know if there's, who is a sex writer this day and age that is like, that has some authority and cachet. Um, is there anyone on a grand scheme? Fran Lebowitz is cool. She's cool. And now she's kind of broken to the mainstream with her yeah. Netflix series. I mean, I wouldn't call her a sex writer. I wouldn't either. I was saying your earlier comment about oh, like my earlier thing. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, because there's I, something uh, about holding yourself back that I think makes you cool. So the mystique of her is like, right. who is Carrie Bradshaw? You just get a piece of her. And this day and age you get, you have to get so much of a person that, even the coolest person becomes uncool the more you know about him. Although, to your argument, you have to think Carrie Bradshaw was never really holding herself back. That was just because of what the way she was having to put herself out there earlier. She there was never yeah. a, re, a real mystique about her. The only mystique she had in in the sense of holding back was what every writer had at the time. She had a monthly syndicated column, so it would make sense yeah. that it would make sense that she's just as out there as everybody. And, else like in fact in order to like keep yeah. up in the media landscape she would have to like i would i would think that she would have gotten her own like show on e like she would have she would have at this point in her career had probably been through a few things that like started and stopped it'd be like oh well you did yeah. that show yeah. on e and like you did that like makeover show you were a guest judge on drag race one time like whatever you know she would have done all those things so you're you're saying she's basically dr drew she's basically like dr. they used drew, to do yeah. love line yeah and it's like that's the same person who's like a big deal now yeah Are she's they, done is dr, dr. drew still on right no he's dead i think he died so. <laughs> he died he died yeah he died in, um, he died in a horrific he died in a horrific car accident into a dildo store yeah he was buzzed to death <laughs> yeah um yeah no, he uh we'll yeah, see I, mean, I don't know i think is her podcasting just like that i'm just i just heard and i knew this before but i was just thinking about the fact that this is such a non-luxury luxurious life and this is what they're bringing carrie bradshaw into doing he's yeah. doing a podcast yeah I mean, it'll be interesting to see what cultural cachet Carrie Bradshaw has in the world they're creating. If she's, you know, because they, they don't really, they don't really paint a lot of struggle for her in the, in the mm -hmm. show, you know, in terms of like, she's always kind of been this like sought after name. It's interesting because like, it, it actually makes a lot of sense in New York life. Whenever anyone meets her, there's the people that like know her and love her. But then like when she meets certain mm -hmm. people, she's like, well, I'm a sex writer. So she does have like a little bit of like New York anonymity where it's like, you yeah, know yeah. about her if you're in the right circles, but also you may not know about her, you know? So it, it'll be interesting what to about, see um, if she's like the highest one. What's her, uh, what's her, her podcast name? And would you bet $5 on what it is? Uh, that's a man. Um, I think it's uh that's a that's a that's a good question. Do you have one? I'm trying to think of one. I would I would say um I'm almost pot it's it's like if they go one route, then it's like it's hundred percent called this. And I just wonder 
it's definitely pitched on the writer's board. It was definitely pitched of this is what our podcast is called. Mm -hmm. And I just wonder if they decided to go with it or did not, but it was definitely in a conversation. Wait, what did you give an answer of of what you think it is? I haven't yet. I was going to, I was going to see if you were going to guess. I couldn't help. I couldn't help but wonder. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I just wonder if it's going to be that or not. I couldn't, I couldn't help but wonder help if her wonder podcast if will be that, called yeah. I Couldn't Help yeah, But Wonder. Yeah, 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 we were there. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Yes or no? Uh, I don't think... I think that's too obvious. I don't know if they're going to go that route. Uh, maybe they will because it's the obvious thing. But um, maybe they will because it's the obvious thing. But yeah. I kind of hope it's not called that. <laughs> you know? I know. I know. That's what I was wondering. That I was like... I hope that the I hope that she doesn't have a podcast. I hope they the whole series is her starting one, and there's a whole episode of her like going to B and H photo and like getting yeah, a microphone total. and like learning how to, learn learning all the behind the scenes oh, stuff. I hope there's a whole thing of her. I hope and there's then, a whole. I hope there's a whole uh, side story with her doing um, tech support with Libsyn the uh, Liberty yeah. Syndication <laughs> uh, platform. I hope there's that. So this will going go into on. the RSS feed, right? What's an RSS okay. feed? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I hope there's um, a big thing about that. All right. I, I want to put up a poll of Is Carrie's podcast called I Couldn't Help I Wonder or Not. I'm going to put it up on Instagram now while we go watch the episode, and then I'll see what it is by the end of this episode, okay? Great. Great. All right. Um, all right. All right. Well, so uh, what are we watching today? What is the episode we're watching today? Um, uh, no we, ifs, ands. Or butts. Butts. Uh, yeah. Butts with two T's. Uh, from what I remember, from what I remember, this is a pretty stacked episode. So, um, all right. Well, let's watch No Ifs, Ands, or Butts. Uh, if you haven't watched it, Katie's going to read you the, she's going to read you your rights. She's going to read you the description and uh, we'll be back in a moment. Bye. All right. Episode 35. No ifs, ands, or buts. Carrie's smoking becomes a problem when she goes on her first date with Aiden Shaw. Miranda makes more time for Steve in her life. Charlotte dates the worst kisser she's ever met. And Samantha dates a black man whose sister does not agree with their interracial relationship. And now, back to the boys. Welcome back to the I Couldn't Help But Wonder podcast. I'm Carrie Bradshaw. Carrie, uh, who are we talking to today? Today, our guest is a furniture maker and all around, all around good, but slightly undercuttingly manipulative guy. Ladies and gentlemen, Aiden Shaw. Hey, what's up, Carrie? Hey, um, we kind of have a problem. I don't, uh, I don't listen to podcasts and therefore I can't be on one. Hey, uh, real quick question. Are you fucking smoking? <laughs> what the fuck? Are we smoking in this fucking studio? I'm off this fucking interview, man. This fucked up. Hey, I'm going to go throw this dog. Okay. Ugh. Oh my gosh. I, I didn't agree to I can't, I don't do podcasts where where they fucking smoke. I don't know, man. 
I don't know. Watching this stuff on the rewatch, I'm a little more judgy of all these people. Dude, I'm a little more judgy of everyone. That was, first of all, yeah. a very stacked episode. That episode was yeah. full, like, that's that's one of those episodes where I, I'm like, oh, that storyline was in it also? Yeah. Like, it was a massive episode. Massive, yeah. massive episode. Massive episode. Um, I think we did that. We did that episode the first time when we watched it with uh, uh, Jim from the Origins podcast. <laughs> oh yeah that was yeah. awesome he was great yeah Dude. i think it was great yeah go back and listen I to that what, uh, i need to check out what what he's been doing on the pod on the origins pod i don't i don't know if they've um, had another i don't know if they've had another season they did uh yeah they did a few more they did one with uh alabama football i think Tell that was they've done that was before ours i'm saying since we recorded with him oh they they did one after for sure jim miller uh yeah they did one on almost famous yes they, yeah they did anything one else on almost, um nope they did sex in the city and then they did almost famous i guess they, cool. they might still well, be doing almost famous right now yeah go go listen to the origins pod jim miller uh he talks to the cast members and yeah he basically it's, does it's, like the produced version of this but if you just want to like we've interviewed those people too so it's like just listen to us bullshit for hey come on hours on end rather than like editing listen and come on <laughs> nobody's nobody's gonna uh, like he's gonna talk about you know what the cultural context of that was but you know nobody's gonna really really dig in there with Ben Weber about whether he actually likes Captain Crunch or not. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. what this podcast is for. We're going to talk about if he's a real serial head. Okay. Listen, let's, um, why don't you, I'm going to, th- this is one thing they don't do on Jim Miller's podcast. They don't give the breakdown of the episode. You give the yeah, breakdown gonna... of the episode and then let's, let's get into a conversation about how, how <laughs> the, the wonderful, uh, what happens when Sex and City tries to dip into race issues and how how that goes? <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, I can't wait for that talk. <laughs> okay, so all right, all right. So giant episode as we talked about. Uh, starting out, uh, Charlotte dates Bad Kisser Brad, who licks her face. Uh, she later refers to it as he raped my face. Uh, so Charlotte dates Bad Kisser Brad. Um, and then the girls uh, are meeting at Adina's, uh, a, a chef, an uptown chef uh, named Adina, who has a fusion soul food restaurant. She is a black woman and um, she or as they say, an African-American woman. Um, and uh, they because, you know, like at, at the time it was more proper to say African-American. It's it's kind of either way now. But um, they. uh they are at Siobhan's restaurant and they meet Siobhan's, uh, or sorry, they meet, they're at Adina's restaurant. They meet her brother, Siobhan, uh, who is a rep for Tommy Boy Records and um, him and Samantha hit it off. And so uh, Samantha starts dating him. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Carrie goes downtown to meet a, a hot new furniture designer. Stanford takes her and his name is Aiden Shaw. And she meets him. His dog Pete humps her leg. He 
throws Pete across the room. Uh, also, Stan meets Marty Mendelssohn, uh, a hot, another hot designer. And uh, Steve and Miranda's thing is that Steve is going to get to hit a half court shot at a Knicks game. He is in perfect Steve form. Perfect Steve form. Uh, Miranda and oh, and then uh, yeah, so that's our four storylines. Um, and uh, they have the Magnolia cupcake scene, and they, yeah. uh, which is an iconic scene. Uh, Carrie and Miranda talk about Aiden and Steve, and um, and then Carrie's couldn't help but wonder is, uh, in relationships, are there deal breakers? Uh, so in our four storylines, um, Carrie, Carrie and Aiden have a date. Uh, Aiden talks about Carrie smoking, says that's going to be a problem, um, and then um, uh, Stanford finds out that Marty has a bunch of creepy dolls. Uh, also, um, Siobhan's sister, uh, she talks to, uh, Samantha and says she doesn't want to date him because Samantha is a white woman and, and she doesn't approve of that. Um, and, uh, Samantha is, doesn't agree with that, says they have great chemistry and great sex. Uh, and then, uh, there's also a thing where the women <laughs> try to get Samantha to stop doing uh, what they call black talk um all and then uh miranda and steve have a discussion where miranda says it's a stupid shot steve freaks out on her for not supporting her that's their deal breaker is that she doesn't support him she doesn't support anything in their relationship and finally she goes and cheers him on even though he in the end misses the half court shot uh charlotte finally breaks up with bad kisser brad that is her deal breaker uh, and then uh, Carrie and Aiden go out to dinner and Aiden uh, says he wants to get dessert. Carrie says she lies. She lies a lot of times to him. And she says, I, I got to go. And then she goes outside and smokes a cigarette. And then Aiden catches her smoking a cigarette. And then at the end, she says that she had to break up with them. And what she meant was she had to break up cigarettes and she puts a nicotine patch on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then the last scene that I'm choosing to go to last is uh, uptown at a club. Um, Samantha's still with Siobhan. Adida confronts her in a club. Um, and uh, they have a huge fight. And everyone takes Samantha's side. And then they said it wasn't because of her little white pussy. It was because Siobhan was a big black pussy because he wouldn't stand up for his relationship with Samantha because his sister didn't want to, uh, didn't want to date her because she was white and he was black. And that is that episode. Now, big, big episode. And I just, I just want to say in defense of Kim Cattrall, she uh -huh. is, she has shown that she's in touch with the black experience and yep. more than just the show. Here's, here is her scatting right now. Oh gosh. Oh wait, is it not? <laughs> Keep going. Well, he bit 
dogs and winked at all the she dogs. The town never knew such a hullabaloo as that little dog raised till the end of that day. <laughs> never knew such a hullabaloo and he bit all the he dogs and wow i i feel like i feel like she maybe maybe they should just cancel the show for that scatting right there dude that is, uh i remember someone scatted on american idol and it was just like i, I don't know where scatting came from but i'm assuming it came from like jazz I, I and, came, yeah i think it, it's a, it's an early yeah. jazz thing and it's that that is just such a classic thing that it's like, yeah, someone who is a jazz musician, a black jazz musician who's like comes up with that, like mm-hmm. it'd be such a wonderful thing. And then anytime anyone has scattered since and is not mm-hmm. connect, it doesn't <laughs> never. It's just never. the most uncomfortable thing. <laughs> Have you ever been Sco- to like Scooby Doo Bop? Ski Doo. Well, it's always it, it always tends to be like uh it always tends to be an older white woman that's doing it and it just never, yeah. it never goes great. Have you ever been to like a jazz club where someone is scatting on stage? Um, no, I haven't. I've only heard I, scatting through, <laughs> through, uh, I, I personally only listen to Kim Cattrall scatting. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. No, it's funny. It's funny. Like I've been to, I've been to, like a jazz club in the West village or something like that and heard it. And like, it's funny because it's, you know, it, it's appropriate there, but it's just been ruined so many other times that when you hear good yeah. scatting, you're like, I can't, I can't really appreciate this. Cause it just, yeah, I've already heard the bad stuff. And so I know yeah. that I know the bad stuff is doing this in injustice, but it's just hard to get on board with good scatting. So I did. Dude, it's hard to walk away and be like, I heard some good scatting last night, dude. I heard some you, and they were scatting. scatting. It was whew. dude. Those cats down in Cuba, oof. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's do let, the Kim Control storyline first, it, um, because this is this is my people say things don't hold up well when th- people say that. This is like it's not my defense of things not holding up well. It's not my defense yeah. of being like it did hold up well, no. but it's like it, it's it's just so hard to. Because clearly the the point of this storyline, yeah, it, it it's like it didn't hold up well. But if it was written now, that wouldn't hold up well because things socially just shift so much. Because the message mm-hmm. of it is just really funny because they do paint the chef as a villain, and it right. is like not great to be like I get involved in my brother's shit and. And while it's like it's not the particular form of racism that feels the worst, mm-hmm. you know, like it's not great when people are just like, I don't want my my brother dating a white woman. That's yeah. like very prevalent in in, you know, in the world. And I, I, you know, it rings differently than being like, I don't want my daughter dating a black guy. Right. But it is in the same family of like, ah, that's not the world I'd like to live in. No, it's it's um, definitely not a yeah, it's 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 we're looking at this through a very different lens than 20 years ago, like yeah, especially where we've been in the past couple of years, but you're right, like I think the first time we watched this, my knee-jerk reaction was like this doesn't hold up well. And like when I look at it now, it still doesn't hold up well, but there are things where I'm like, well, yeah, like all things considered and all all things are not, all things are not equal, but like 
if if that happened in real life, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to live in a world where this this like a black guy and a white a white woman are dating and someone's sister says, you can't date my brother because he's my brother and you're white. Just the same as I don't want someone saying you can't date my you can't date my sister because you're a black guy or like you yeah. can't date my brother because you're an Indian girl, you know, whatever. Like, I don't want that from any point of view. So like that, yeah. it, I think I completely, I think I wouldn't have even like noticed that one the first time we watched it, like, because there were just so many, I was just sort of, you know, like when you get hit in the face and then yeah. you don't really realize that it hurts. You're just shocked at first. And yeah. You're like, yeah. I just got I don't know what just happened. That's how it felt the first time. So I couldn't really suss out the particulars the first time we watched it. Yeah. Well, I do. Th I think that there is a hard and fast rule that I have that if, if you're in an insult, if you're, if you're yelling back and forth to someone, mm -hmm. even if it's factual, mm -hmm. I feel at the time they're like this, but it's like, don't say, does she call her a bat black bitch? <laughs> Oh no, she doesn't or, call her black bitch. Here's what black happens. ass. The Carrie Bradshaw, the Carrie Bradshaw voiceover says, Samantha was Samantha had never backed down from any bitch, and she wasn't gonna do it this time. Or like she wasn't gonna back down from this bitch. So like the show. Yeah. But then the she says to her, she's like, voiceover. My white pussy, you're black. What does she say? You just here, let me let me look up the <laughs> I, I'm gonna look up the actual transcript. Hang on. Um because I, it, when I watched it again and it, when I watched it again and Samantha's walking back through the club, which like, by the way, I mean, like, listen, like, like black club, white club, different, like different, different places in the sense of like, if you, especially what is like early two thousands, they say it's uptown. So it's like, maybe it's in like, you know, maybe it's in Harlem or something like that. Like, yeah. Samantha is possibly the only white person here. It's going to be a different feeling like nightclub than like what the four girls usually go to from what we see in the show. So there's definitely like a thing of her walking to the other side of the club. Sure. Like everything's different, but to throw in this voiceover, that's like Samantha's never backed down from some bitch and she's not going to do it now. It was like, <laughs> it it felt a little too pointed to just be like, it's also oh, yeah. like, like, it felt like the it's voice also of the unrealistic show into a that, black club, the black club to just yeah. be like, okay, look out for this dumb bitch. Uh, Not yeah. Good. And I, I think that like, it's just so unrealistic that she's the only white person there. And then she's like, yeah, fuck you. And everyone is just like, everyone. Yeah. White I, lady who just showed up and has never I, been here before. hundred <laughs> like, percent. Like just like, it's unrealistic. It's just unrealistic because that's not how, that's not how, like when I've gone to a bar and I look like I've had, that is like a divey bar. I've had people be like, yeah, we don't, we, we don't like fucking hipsters here. You know what I mean? Right. Now, sure. if you get to know someone over time, then they're like, oh, you're cool. Like I, you I, can be here. Yeah. But Samantha very much did the equivalent of like walking into a dive bar and it was just like, you know what? I like IPAs. And it's like, we don't serve those. It's like, well, you should. And it's just like, yeah, you know totally. what? Maybe just tone it down a little because like, you're a guest yeah. in this establishment. And instead just like, and so that's the thing that it's like, 
the, the politically incorrect nature of the show, I think is great and doesn't bother me. Like some people no, are like, that doesn't hold up well. And I'm like, I don't, you know, like whatever. That's, yeah. that's always true. It's funny watching how, how they are still married to having to make her sympathetic, even though it's like right. she wouldn't be sympathetic. And it'd sort of just be like, I don't know, like not your time to shine in this moment. Well, I think Samantha. it would also, I also think it would be like people may, I, ha- I have the transcript. I'm, I'm going to read it in a second, but like, okay. I think, I think people may have been like in a club. People might've just been like, like black or white or whatever. People might've just been like, like I, I'm sure there's been, I'm sure there had been, you know, white people in that club before. And so like, I'm sure that people might've just been like, uh, I don't know why these two, like, I don't know why these two ladies are fighting, you know, especially like when like they, they have like a physical fight. So there's like a little bit to where it, it doesn't necessarily need to be. It feels, it feels like, uh, you're right. Like it feels like an, like everyone trying to get on board with Samantha and turn it's like the entire club gets on the side of the world of the show against this one character of the sister and everyone's like, yeah, where it feels like it would almost be neutral to where people would be like in, in a reality, people would just be like, what are y'all fighting about? Why is this woman screaming? And She and then a white woman in a predominantly black club screaming the line that Samantha says is get your big black ass out of my face and your okra wasn't all that. I think like that, like (laughs) I think that would be more of people would like people would probably at 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 nicest just probably be like, whoa, what? Like, you know, yeah. like people are it, not gonna it, people are not gonna be like, hey, no, but like there's a little bit where it's no, like, I think at a club, I think that on? could that could be thrown that could be, turn into a fist fight. Uh, if you it, it's it's this like because like I said, it's not it's not factual, but I I think that if you're if you're just thinking of of a fight, I think they had they had to do like they it worked on the show because it's factual. It's not a slur or anything, but it's pretty sus. And it's like, it's clear that she's not being racist. If right. they just wrote that now, they'd be like, let's not, let's not say big black ass, like just leave, leave that right. out of it. <laughs> and I feel like it would be very obvious that at least half of the people there, some might not care. Some would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. They wouldn't be like, yeah, Samantha's no, our favorite n- character. Not at all. <laughs> like, and there, there, there definitely would. And like, understandably, there would be some people be like, who is this white woman in this predominantly right. black club with this dude that we know? Like, if, yeah. if he's there to like it, because he's like a known figure, like, oh, I'm yeah. here showing, yeah. you know, like, he's like an industry guy. So, like, it's probably like, Yo, who is this dude's new girlfriend yelling about someone's black ass in this club? Not gonna go over great. And also, Dude, and it's so, like, so like, funny. Then the other thing is like get out of the reality of just the situation and and take it to the point of the show, making the comment, 
where it's like the line is like Samantha knew the real problem wasn't her little white pussy. It was the fact that Siobhan was a black pussy who wouldn't stand up to his sister. And for Samantha Jones, that was a deal breaker. Like that oh is just my like, gosh. why are you taking on? Why don't, why are you taking on this in the context of race? Why don't you just know. do it? Why don't you do it with just families? Like, uh, I know. You know well, like, that's, that's why, that's why it's like they're, uh, when you try and like, that's what, that is truly my worry with the new show is like, is when you try too hard, like, so I bet I would, it'd be interesting to watch a review because maybe yeah. uh, they didn't really do reviews of episodes, but maybe when this came out, it was like, it was cool. They tackled that, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And it's like, you know, there's certain books and certain like interviews that that don't hold up well, you know, that that at the time that is where the discussion was and they did the best they could. There was no maliciousness in that, but it's just like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and and they probably were like, yeah, like, should we do it? Like, yeah, let's push harder. Let's do that. And um, and it's just it's just really funny to watch. It's just so it's funny to watch later because. It's just like, yeah, it's the, it's the Randy Jackson, uh, meme. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> sorry. Completely. Sorry, Samantha. Yeah. That's a no for me, dog. But I mean, it, it, it's, it's very, I mean, also like TV has just gotten like kind of less broad brush in the past however many years. Mm -hmm. Like there's, there was an actual interesting, interesting moment when him and her are sitting outside when he's like. I love you. Or I don't know if he said, I love you, but he's like, we have a good connection, but that's my sister. And like, after, you know, whatever happened with family, like she's blood and she kind of raised, like, I, I think there was something where it was like, he said something like she has her issues, but you didn't have to insult her food. You mean the world to me, but she's my blood. I thought, I thought they said something about how like they were very close or they had a thing where it's mm -hmm. like, you know, they were, they were very close family. And, um, and, uh, but like that, that's actually a kind of a good moment where it's just like, mm -hmm. Hey, listen, yeah. you didn't have to do this. And like, I like you, but like, listen, it's blood. And then, but then she walks off and they're like, he was just a black pussy. <laughs> it's like, come <laughs> on, guys. <laughs> you don't gotta do that. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. It's like, it's so Okay. Yeah, you know, maybe it's just not a good look. It's just not. It's yeah. not going to go the way you want. You know. Yeah, dude. Well, I, I gotta say, when it first came <laughs> on, I was like, I, I, I was. It's just, it's just fun to sit back and just be like, hey, we're just, we're, we're just podcasting about it. I didn't write this episode. We just got to, <laughs> we just got to deliver the news. Sorry, it's funny. Um, it's funny. It would be interesting. Well, I think I, I actually I think we did last time. If we do have, I know we have um, some. Didn't we get an email from one of our listeners who we was did, black yeah. that talked about um, that talked about the Blair Underwood character and had some mm -hmm. interesting insights? So I want to know if anyone um, who is black or African American is listening to our podcast. Uh, I want to know what this episode if it's like super cringe or if it's just like man whatever there's worth things out there i would be interested in, interested to know because 
as like being white, you know, it's funny you're watching this and you're just like, whoa. And I don't know, sometimes I know people that are black that are just like, yeah, I didn't, it didn't really bother me. It wasn't a big deal. Cause it's like, they're used to, to, you know, I, it's kind of like sometimes it's white people on behalf of black people being like, oh, this didn't hold well, up. Well, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, but no, I also yeah. feel like so. But I don't I don't know. So if the, if anyone's listening, please send us your your thoughts uh, on this app. I would love to know them. Yeah, I would be interested here, too, because I also wonder if I mean, like I said, I don't know. And so I I do not have that experience and can't take credit for it. But I also wonder if there's I wonder if there's a thing where where someone could be like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty used to Hollywood getting it pretty wrong a lot of the time. And this is just another <laughs> exactly. instance, another instance of them really missing the mark. So I would, I, I would be very it's... interested to see if any of our listeners, uh, who, yeah, if, if you're a listener who is, uh, black, uh, cause there was one, I mean, there was, a, there was part of it. I would be interested to see how you feel. Cause yeah, there was part of the episode too, that I was just like, uh, you know, obviously diversity and stuff was a problem for the show. They talked about it, but it was like, all right, all right, quick. Um, so, uh, Wikipedia is not around yet, but it's just like, so I did some research and, um, so there's black people in Harlem and they eat okra, uh, and they go to clubs. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, it really, you're right. It very much, there's so many things about it that were, it was so broad, broad brush of like, yeah. Okay, so she does fusion soul food. Um, yeah, she and, uh, and that is funny because like that is true. There are black people in Harlem. Black yeah. people do have okra. Yeah, eat I mean, okra. like it's they're, part of their they're, Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, okra Mississippi mud pie is like yeah, southern southern cuisine. I mean, like whatever. See, if you're gonna do a whole a whole broad brush southern. Well, the, southern the restaurant. Thing, sure, why not? On on girls, one thing that I didn't love is it got hammered for diversity. And then when they had Donald Glover on the whole, the whole I felt like it was almost like a troll. Like the whole point was like, he's a Republican. And so it right. was like almost right. the exact point was just to be like, we're flipping the script. And and it, neither of those like it comes it it just doesn't come off as 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 like an honest character. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, that I'm like the and and one and that was a reaction to being like cool we're not going to do he's we're not going to do what these other characters are we're going to go so far the opposite mm-hmm. and something that you would never guess and either of those don't necessarily they end up not being the best writing two two I shows think what that it comes I think, down to yeah two shows that I think that have great writing that do things I'm and I'm sure there are shows that do it much better, but like or or, or just as well. But like mm-hmm. uh, the Good Place, um, there's the whole storyline between <clears throat> Kristen Bell and um, uh, Will Harper. Uh, Chidi mm-hmm. Adagonye is his character, and he's like he's African, and like there's a whole thing about like his heritage, but it's like it's like not made. It's just not made a big deal of it's just like well represented of just them being two people and they like talk some about their differences but like that and then um that sketch show that we watched i think you should leave the tim robinson show on netflix that show has like a little bit of a tim and ericness about how they cast very normal looking people as all of their extras but it's like incredibly diverse but it 
Mm-hmm. But then you look at it, you're like, it's not incredibly diverse. It's just normal life. It's like the same thing mm-hmm. of like, if we cast a show of like what it's like walking around in New York, you would be like, yeah, it's a bunch of different people, you know? Like, yeah. But I think those are two shows that do it really well. Whereas like Sex in the City was clearly made at a time and also done in a way where it's like, you know, there's just, it's, it became a problematic, as you say, where it's like, where also it is a thing that like, you there's people also talk about how Sex and the City changed New York in the sense where it like made a bunch of women want to move to New York for the fabulous Carrie Bradshaw life, you know, mm-hmm. which was for women going out in downtown New York, which was you know written by like we said, like it's a lot of times like it's written by a bunch of gay men too. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, and all right, we we we've, yeah, we've, we've really to... we've really nailed the Samantha one. I think we did. A, I think we did a pretty decent job on it. Let's, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to pat us uh, on the back. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, look at that. Um, I'm into that better water. than they did. <laughs> no. Um, all right. Uh, is a bad first kiss a deal breaker? What do you think, Corey? Uh, no. Um, I would say no. Um, it's unpleasant, but I would say it's not necessarily a deal breaker. I've, I've had very awkward kisses on a first date and i've also had um and <laughs> the relationship didn't work out and then i've had also not great kisses uh, and and uh you you would always want to have a better one but i don't think it's a deal breaker yeah. i think if the dude's yeah. licking your i mean face i guess that bad is pretty bad that that bad that bad i would say yes yeah instagram would, says 69 percent deal breaker interesting wow wow we have some so guys, you better up your kiss game if you want to be dating any of our Instagram followers. Yeah, exactly. Because they're not taking any shit from anyone. Although I, I do think one thing that you, one thing that is nice is when you have a good kiss, you know, and, and you're, when it's a sign of chemistry, I guess, you know, when, yeah. when that is just a part of the chemistry where you're like, oh, and that stuff's popping too. That's awesome. You know? Yeah. And, uh, and also a bad bit, I don't think this would count as a bad first kiss, but when it's like, when you're in different rhythms and you're like, Oh, 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 that might be a sign of like, you like the person. So that could end up not being a good kiss, but still shows there's chemistry there. And you're Mm -hmm. like overthinking it. Whereas this guy, there's just, it's like a total, it's not just, it's physically a bad kiss emotionally and mentally the guy is like so off in his own world that it's not even like you know you can't listen you can't in this current climate post me too you can't rape people's chins Mm -mm. you can't you you, no (laughs) even that i don't think that line would be in it now you never really could (laughs) you you never never could whatever you never could you never could. It is just funny. It's like even hearing the word rape, you're just like, Woof, I don't hear the word rape a lot and thrown around as much as it used to. <laughs> you, don't, you don't, it doesn't get thrown around a lot of comedies these days. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like, you raped my face. I was like, whoa. Yeah. 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 I mean, she did have a very bad, uh, very bad hickey on it. Um, I know. The, the, That's the a, next yeah. thing, the next one, and this will lead us into some Steve and Miranda, uh, Carrie and, uh, when they're at the Magnolia thing, uh, Magnolia bench, Carrie says, isn't that what you people do? Support each other's silly dreams. And we asked her Instagram poll, if you find yourself doubting your partner's dreams or goals, are you in the wrong relationship? 
53% of people said yes. 47 said no. So wow. that that's pretty, I'd, I'd call that a down the middle split right there. I don't know what yeah, you think. Like, if you, if, that's within the margin of error. Yeah. If you would, uh, um, what do you, what do you think? If you're, if you're down in your dreams, you think you're in the wrong relationship? I don't know. I find, I find the response of that pretty interesting because I feel like, like all of these questions, they require so much like follow a, a follow up mm. because, um, <laughs> because in this case, in this case, like Steve was just being such an absolute baby, but also <laughs> he was, totally. it's like, like it was funny, but, um, I, I think sometimes like you have to, you're okay to doubt the subject of their dreams as long as you're not diminishing their their what what's underneath that the person's worth or whatever mm -hmm. now if like someone was dating you and said mm -hmm. like i i don't whatever you know like um read like a script you were working on and be like i don't think you should write scripts and mm -hmm. don't like ever make a creative thing or whatever then that'd be the wrong relationship if someone like was like maybe you shouldn't work so hard on this and you could work on this other thing or whatever. So I, I guess I'd want to follow up with people because it's, it's kind of shocking to be honest. If you find yourself doubting your partner's dreams or goals, are you in the wrong relationship? That to me sounds like a slam dunk of like, that is a red flag. And I just wonder if there's a lot of people that it's like, you can have doubts about certain things as long as you're not, you know, if, if someone, if Steve was just like, my dream is to like do this, but it's like, no, you got to run the bar. Like if it's going to take away right. from like these other things. Right. So I think there is a healthy way to doubt healthily, as long as you're correcting that with like filling the void of that doubt with like some other belief, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think like the Steve thing, it's like, yeah, it was, it's a, it's a silly thing. He could get a million dollars, but like, you know. It's definitely like I'm trying to I'm trying to think like what it is if I if I was like I want to I want to enter this guacamole contest and like really win and, and you know like and if you're putting a lot of it's like a silly thing you know and like if someone is like I, they do too many dumb little things they do. Do you remember what do you, do you remember on the real world when Puck did the soapbox derby thing and yeah. him and all his friends did this like it was this like crazy bike messenger derby thing and it was like so ridiculous. I if you're ever dating Corey by the way, just know there's going to come a time where he's like, "You know, I just thought that if my guacamole won, <laughs> I'd be success." Yeah. <laughs> That really, that, when I lost that guac comp, man, the, that really deep. I was surprised you brought up the guac contest on the pod. I thought that was like, don't That's speak deep. of it because it was such a, a painful moment for you. I've been talking about it in therapy and I'm trying to bring out my failures more, you know? Um, I actually have been to, you know, they do at the Bell House in Brooklyn. They do this giant guac competition. I've really never entered i've been before because i had some friends that wanted to go it's I, there's no way you could do it now you can't have a thing where people bring homemade things we're past that in this world no one's ever yeah. going to do you can't pay to go to an event where people are bringing homemade things and you dip chips into it that'll never happen yeah. again ever and not in this covid world chili cook-offs done done forget it
church potlucks right. forget it um how about this let's do uh let's go through these deal breakers and and we can because these are these are really good let's these are it. sent in from the instagram okay um in relationships what are the deal breakers lying in the thing guys do with their nose and throat <laughs> <laughs> i think it's is that what she means i think lying so. and guys clearing their throat hey girls clear their fucking throat too I don't know if they do That's it as so much as funny. guys. I think that guys actually do that more. I think that is more of a guy's thing to like hawk loogies and like do that. I think that's more of a dude thing. One of many deal breakers, religion. Yeah, mm. that that's a that can be a big deal breaker. That's a big one. That I mean, that's a cultural thing. That was sent in. That was sent in by our follower Richard Dawkins. <laughs> <laughs> Dawkins, thank one of Dawkins, our listeners, uh, Bill Maher. <laughs> Uh, thank you for listening to Richard Dawkins. Appreciate it. Like and subscribe. Give us five stars. Uh, okay, smoker. listen. Smoker, 20 plus people sent in smoker. Wow. 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 A lot of people don't want to be with a smoker. Someone, I, I someone said... I don't... I what, would, smoking? I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's a, that's a, th- that, that's a good question. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these quick. Let's go. Well, here's one. If he doesn't share my political values, I am a member of QAnon. In parentheses, that's surprising. Hmm. Huh. Um, I mean, <laughs> they got some good ideas. Um, All right. Uh, body odor. I see that a lot. I've seen that a lot on dating apps. People are like, must have good hygiene, have good body odor. I see that a Jeez, lot. There must be a lot of smelly ass dudes out there. A lot of a lot of stank daddies out there. Yeah. Um, bad texter. Eek. Okay. Ouch. Zero, Zero ambition. ambition. I get that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Lack of affection. W- lack of affection. <clears throat> uh, um, anything I'm not willing to, in quotes, put up with long term. Well, yeah. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Hey, sweetie, um, your penis is too big and I'm not willing to put up with it. <laughs> <laughs> just anything. That's like true for any deal breaker. That's just it anything that, you're not that, willing. <laughs> that's actually just the definition of a deal breaker. Yeah. Anything I'm not willing to put up with. Well, that's a deal breaker, ladies. That's a deal breaker, ladies. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the question that we asked could have been in relationships. What are the things that you would not be willing to put up with long term? Yeah. So what are your deal breakers? Your deal breakers are deal breakers. Congratulations. Looks um, like we found ourselves a deal breaker. <laughs> uh, the things that you can't get over because they're fundamental differences in value. Again, that's the definition of deal breaker. <laughs> Listen, we don't usually like to roast our listeners and Instagram people, but come on. Come on, y'all. You got I, I, I guess my things um, that are deal breakers are anything that I would end a relationship over because it's important to me. How about that? I guess, I guess my deal breakers would be things that break the deal for me. Okay. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and I, the final- I, I guess... <laughs> Go ahead. Kids, no kids. Kids, no kids. That's the last one. Um, hey, let's uh let's let's um let's really dive into the final one because we're running out of time. Uh Carrie Aiden. We met Aiden. We met Aiden. Um what yeah, so you said you were like on another watch, and I know some of what you were saying was the Samantha thing, but what are what are some things you noticed about Carrie and Aiden on this rewatch? I noticed a bunch of different things. Hmm. I noticed he was he was like he was coming in hot as like cutesy Aiden guy. 
Yeah, and one thing that so. I noticed is like just in relationships when something is cute and then becomes annoying, which yeah, which is so happens with them, and yeah. um, and I was just like, oh, it'd be so funny to have someone be like, and then like three months in, be like, shut the fuck up. Why don't you speak up? I remember that. I felt like that. I remember that after I watched the new girl for the first time and after like three episodes, I was like, can Zoe Deschanel blow her freaking nose? She's like, well, hey guys. She just has this like fake nerd accent that drove me insane. New Girl's a great show, but still. Drove me crazy. Well, um, hey, oh, I'm a nerd. I'm such a nerd, but I'm oh, really hot in every guy's dream. I'm ugly. I, Look at my glasses. I'm ugly. Oh, I'm <laughs> ugly. I'm such a oh, stay at home and just look amazing. And I'm really into indie music. Oh, I'm such a well, nerd. <laughs> I like how your, your definition of things that annoy you after a while in a relationship was your relationship with the TV show, not a real human being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But those other things aren't there because I'm incompatible just kidding well i wonder i wonder if they were laying the groundwork for that because he is i mean i think we said this the first time around but he is just like he is opposite of big male porn you know he's just like he's like i work with my hands i'm affectionate i'm goofy yeah Uh, um you know throw dogs and and then i don't know it's the introduction to like the 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 yin and yang of like of men, you know, it, yeah, it's it like, is. And it, yeah. You also got to think like, they, we like picking on him cause we're a dude, we can pick on big and Aiden, but there's some people that just stand by the fact that he is the best guy of yeah. all time. Totally. And I mean, you got to think like they didn't really know fully where I, I think maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think they fully knew where the, uh, where the Aiden arc was going at this point. So they were like, this will definitely be, this is definitely going to be, um, you know, a, a completely different kind of guy. Um, it is pretty, mm-hmm. it is pretty interesting to just see things in hindsight. A uh, wise person once told me you live forward, but you understand backward. And uh, it's interesting to see things for the second time and hear Carrie say like, you know, I I lied about the smoking, but that's the only thing I lie about. And I was like, mm-hmm. ooh, fast forward to when you cheated on him and then told yeah, him at a yeah. wedding. You know, like yeah. that's the only like, thing I'm lying about, besides the fact that uh in a few months I'm gonna be sucking my married ex-boyfriend's dick twice a week <laughs> in the middle of the day in a hotel room. Like and just, just destroying your life. Yeah, completely. Yeah. yeah. And then and he's like, wait, is that, do I yell anything? She's like, you yell something very sad. He's like, really? <laughs> yes. Do I handle it's- it? Do I handle it with poise and, <laughs> and, and nope. a masculine quietness? I'm afraid to say you don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, uh, they definitely, um, they definitely, it's funny that, that really actually makes me feel worse for Aiden. Um, mm-hmm. it definitely makes it feel worse for Aiden, but I will say there are, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't come off great at the beginning. He does come off very judgy at first. 
And there's definitely a thing like the, is the, you know, if someone's a bad kisser, is that a deal breaker? There is kind of a thing where it's like, like I, I was talking to a friend this week. I was going to say there is a thing where if you have something in your life that you need to get out of or give up, don't just do it to get into a relationship. I was talking to a friend this yeah. week who she had a situation where she was talking to a guy and he had, he, he like, he was like, I'm getting out of a thing. And, but she was just like, okay, well, you know, like, don't do, don't do these things for me, do them for yourself, you know? And like, I think, I think a very yeah. mature way yeah. to handle it is Aiden being like, I gotta be honest, I'm not really into dating a smoker. Um, but you do what you want to do, but you know, don't quit this for me, quit this for you. You know that, yeah. you know, so uh, I mean, that's, I mean, listen, what's crazy it's his prerogative. If he doesn't want to date a smoker, but I, it's, it's, it doesn't go well if, if you're like, I'm going to quit this just for this person. And we see that it's, it doesn't go well. Well, we have right here, least favorite part of the episode response, Aiden Bean. They, people don't like that he's condescending and they think that's a red flag, but I mean, 59% agree that Aiden being condescending as fuck toward Carrie about smoking is a red flag. 59% agree. So that's 41% that disagree. And a lot of people on here, these are the thoughts about the ultimatum. Um, It's his decision, just like hers, to smoke. He's being honest and open about what's important to him. Mm -hmm. Um, Someone says, ultimatums, yes. Deal breakers, boundaries, hell no. I don't get that. Smoking is harmful either. to people around you and gross, so I get that particular issue. I don't know, like, a lot of people are very pro-Aiden on this. And I talked to a friend who quit smoking, mm-hmm. and you know what his reason was? I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be health. I thought it was going to be, like, you know, it was time, all this stuff. And I actually thought it was interesting because it was so specific. And he just said, he's like, um... I want to be in a relationship and it's been mm. a problem in every relationship I've ever had. So mm. if I'm not in one in five years or 10 years, I'll probably just start smoking again. <laughs> wow. And I was like, and that is from like a 15, 15 year smoker who's dated a bunch. And he just said it was always a thing. And it mm. seems like our response to this is like our Insta response is very pro Aiden with the smoking stuff. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I guess because I even said I was like, I'm not sure because like, you know, it doesn't bother me when like friends smoke around me. But but, you know, if you're I I don't know if it would bother me in a relationship or not. So like I I can understand that. Um, I don't mean it in a judgmental way, but it just comes down to a preference. So like, I guess like, I I don't know for myself and I could I could see that with with Aiden. So I guess I could respect that. I. I just think the way the way that he tells her feels a little judgmental. It doesn't seem like he's like, oh, you know what? It's the more he's like, what? Like he he has it. He definitely has has some judgment going on in in, in the words of mom and dad Doyle. Kevin, it's not what you said. It's how you said it. Mm. I think Mm -hmm. that's. uh, I think that's that's Aiden's problem here. Yeah. But um well <clears throat> that's all our time folks. 
We solved uh, we solved a lot of issues on this podcast. We one really of which did. was the representation of black characters in television and diversity mm -hmm. as a whole and how they're mm -hmm. written. And you're welcome because <laughs> hey. without us, what would anyone have done? Yeah. You know, we, we really, it's been a huge issue and uh, we're just glad that <laughs> these two white dudes on this podcast could finally crack the code. Hey, you put up uh you put up a thing that you said you were going to revisit on Instagram. All right. Uh, we got to know. I have on also, here. Let's see. Also, if you are, it, like we said, if you um, are a black listener and we want to know what you thought of this episode uh, of Sex in the City and of this podcast, but yeah, let us know. Uh, all right. Is Carrie's podcast called I Couldn't Help But Wonder? 83% said yes. 17% wow. said no. Wow. Wow. There you go. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. All right. Maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe you're right. Let's maybe, see. Maybe it's just obvious enough. You could be right. Maybe the podcast is called Later Taters. Later Taters. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>